Sports Beat on the Bay. Sports Beat 88.7 on your dial for a very somber Monday, May 16th, with Dave Percival and Dan Caswell. And Grant's here. Oh, Grant is sad. You know what? We're it's both, overcast. We're both very sad. We're really good Leaf fans, and uh, this is a this is a sad day. It's raining out. You know, I have to work. Cancel the, the show. Let's just the, the, the Leafs show. lost, and you know what? Uh, yeah, it's it's we joke about it, but it's it's disappointing. It's beyond disappointing, actually. Yes. I don't know, guys. I don't know what you saw. I I don't know. I think the key to it all is you, you can rehash the whole thing, but I'm going to put you on the spot, Daniel, because oh you're knowledgeable and smart. Okay. What are they, if you had to think right now, what should they do? And this is going to be something that I think we should we should put out to the viewers. What do you think? Uh, text us in and tell us what you think the Leafs should do. The Festing Toto text line is 705-224-2527. Okay, so I've got a plan, but I want to hear your plan and Grant's plan. Well, I'm kind of at a loss right now. like, And, and it's a good loss. Like It's like, what do you do in the sense that is Tampa going to be going to the Stanley Cup final? Was this just an inevitable uh, that Tampa was going to beat Toronto? Anyways, it just happened to be in the first round, and there just happens to be so much scrutiny on the Leafs in first rounds and game sevens. You know what I mean? Like, I know there's certain pieces of, of that Leaf team that I'm not a big fan of, but positively, they have a lot of great pieces. Yeah, they truly do. Um, you know, you have a 2-1 game in Game 7. Like, it doesn't get any closer than that. Uh, you are playing the two-time Stanley Cup champs, who still look super strong. And I think that the Leafs were the better team in that series. I do. I truly do. But they weren't the team that won the series. And I feel that Tampa just played their hardest team in the East. Oh, I, without question, I think you're right again. Yeah. So, so like to say, okay, well, get rid of Dubas, get rid of Shanny, get rid of uh, Sheldon Keefe, get, you know, trade this guy, trade that guy. I don't know. Like, coaching might be maybe like if I were to make any changes right now to this team, I'd it might be in coaching. All right, there- because like I know we've uh, we haven't been the, the greatest fan of number sixteen. Mitch Marner, but I think he needs to uh, learn how to play a better defensive role. Like he needs to be uh, uh, more. Uh, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is he needs to be more accountable in the defensive zone. Right, because we forget, we remember, we think of him as killing penalties, and yep. the, the, but that has nothing to do with the overall five-on-five play. Yeah. What do you think, Grant? If you had to, if you had to encapsulate this situation. I don't know. I kind of agree with what Dan was saying in the fact that yes, it is the uh, it is the Tampa Bay Lightning. You know, back to back Stanley Cup champions, a uh, great team. And it was just I don't know. I don't know if there's a huge uh, a huge need to push the the panic button. I really don't, in my opinion. Yeah, there's some there's a few things that uh, you know uh, maybe goaltending something that they need to look at. And I mean uh, nothing against Jack Campbell uh, whatsoever. Um, Hall, you know that we don't need to, like 
Like, this is something where I will kind of uh, agree with Dan as far as maybe there is something to do with the coaching there because I don't see the reason that he was in for, for those games. When, Especially the last two minutes. Yeah, I, I just I, I don't understand Slowly that. lugging the pocket. You know, up. this is someone who is like, you know, makes mistakes, uh, you know. I mean, I, I understand he's an NHL hockey player. I'm not putting the guy down, but he's not a very good defenseman. Let's be honest. He, he seems a little stunned most of the time that he's out there. And that's just my humble opinion. You know, and I, it's funny. I go back and forth. And, and you guys, it's very, very clear, lucid thinking on your parts. But the bottom line is the Leafs don't have a lot of money either to make moves unless they do trade up. Yep. Um, and this, yeah, you can't pull the panic button on a team like this. Um, you know, the thing about Dubas I, will, I do respect this year, he took the Nick Ritchie deal and ended up with Labushkin. Nobody wanted Nick Ritchie. That's an amazing piece of work yes. when you've got mm-hmm. this solid young defenseman who's going to be around for a long time. Um, you know, it's, so you're right. Starting to get rid of people isn't going to help matters today. Right. But they're going to have. They still, as I said, I think their major issue moving forward, other than the hall you mentioned playing mm-hmm. him, which is on Keith, by the yep. way. You had Lilligren, a very service, a very good young defenseman, who right. he decided was too young to play. Oh, sorry. Can I ask you a question? Because you guys are way more knowledgeable. Was that a good? Uh, was that the proper call for that the, the uh, Tavares goal that was taken away because of the? Yes. Uh, Okay, that was the right call. I think okay. so. All right. Yeah, yeah and that sure. was uh, that was Justin Hall pinching in of all things, which is yeah. not shouldn't happen anyway. Yeah. So the long and the short of it all is, I think moving forward you will see them. I'm going to make a prediction. They're going to make a trade. Okay, it's not that this has to happen today, and it will be William Nylander, who I actually like because they can free up the eight million dollars. They can get a fair bit for him, and they don't have the stud defenseman. We said that before. They do not have the stud defenseman that all these good teams have. No, it's true. So maybe I mean Morgan Riley is a great defenseman, but you're looking for a bigger stud. Is that what you're saying? I'm looking for a bigger stud than Morgan Riley. Morgan Riley is a small as a small stud. <laughs> He's a foal, okay? He's a young colt. <laughs> but no, they don't have that guy, yeah. and the, all the good teams have the guy. So you know what? Free up the money. So as I said, it's disappointing no. as a Leaf fan who's waited 60 years. I was five when they last, and I'm going to be waiting another year. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Our own uh, D- um, James Dalkey says they need to lose Hall, uh, see if they can sell Tavares, and uh, find a goalie. Other than that, they were just beat by a great team. And he agreed again. But you know what? Selling Tavares, who, who came back, I'm very happy for him. He played good hockey mm-hmm. the last two games offensively. But they're not going to be able – I agree with selling him. But they're not going to sell him at $11 million. No, those, He's no those... longer an $11 million hockey player. No, they'll have to take. Like, they have to take a pretty heavy loss, and that they'll take the up. salary. I was cursing your name, though. My name. I was because I, I, I was, I was kind of hanging on what you said, and I remember you saying, if they don't win Game Six, they're not going to win Game Seven. It's just not going to happen, no matter what. And uh, unfortunately, uh, you were correct again. Oh no! Now, now you know what though. There's been a lot. What an amazing uh, list of games. Now, what did uh, what did make me feel a lot better was the fact the Bruins lost. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, you know, it's nice to know the Bruins are out. Hey, yes. Max Domi came alive for the first time in a long time <laughs> and with a couple of goals to put them out in Game Seven. But hey, bigger. Connor McDavid. Did you guys see his performance against yes. Los Angeles? Mm-hmm. Fantastic job. So Edmonton moves on. Yep. We can always cheer for them. The Calgary Flames. Johnny Hockey yes. scores in overtime. Right. You know, and that's going to be Edmonton, Calgary is what I'm going to focus on. As that's a, going to as be a, a huge, uh, huge that series. That should be great stuff. No, absolutely. And the Rangers clawed their way back from a 3-1 and behind in all three games. How impressive is that? 
with the, with Panarin scoring in overtime again, an overtime. Winner. All these game sevens are it's just unbelievable. I know it's a, you don't see this. Game se- so eight games, and we had five of them go to game seven. I know, and it's got, there's you know as I said, there's still some good hockey to be had. But why are we done early again? It's a, it's it's a, it, again. I just can't get around it, guys. I, I've got to let this go. <laughs> We've got other sports things we have to talk about. If you guys have time, I was asked to bring up a question to, okay. to put towards the the two of you, and and the uh, the question was basically, are you are you tired of uh, watching NHL hockey and being uh, bombarded with the uh, gambling advertisements? There's a lot of people that that are very very bothered by this. Uh, myself. I don't see it any different if they're selling cars or it's gambling or, or beer. I mean, advertising is is advertising. But there's some people that are really bothered by the amount of uh, ads that there are for gambling. Interesting. Yeah. Really? I, I've noticed it. Like, I agree totally. I noticed it. I, I, yeah. I wouldn't say I'm bothered by it. No, yeah. Uh, like, on that thread, though, what I am bothered about <laughs> is, and 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 you, you, you just peeled back the, the the scab here. Okay. And it's on the same thing. When you're watching some of these news outlets, they're always talking about different lines, right? Where they didn't talk about the lines before, like they would they they would just talk about different different lines of of different occurrences and like oh yeah well. You know, I'll just name one. FanDuel says it's, you know, it's a minus this for that, you know, this game and that game. And I I noticed that, and I was just like, well, you know, like, you don't have that in any, like, you didn't have that before. Mm-hmm. And you would, and we would talk about it in, for, say, football and stuff, but you're only talking about it once a week. Right. Right? Right. You're only t- And now it's like every single mm-hmm. night or every morning, whatever you're watching. And so... Yeah, I, I I agree, but the ads, I, I don't know. I just I'm numb to ads. Yeah, and I am as well. I've, I, they don't bother me yeah. necessarily, yeah. but yeah. I understand why people do get a little alarmed. If if uh, yeah, fair enough. I was just asked to. Yeah, bring no, that no, up it's very you. interesting. Uh, Toronto Blue Jays, guys. I don't know. You know what? This this team now at eighteen seventeen, which is shocking to me, at another three nothing loss. They did put up a four spot and won five one the day before. But you know what? Oh, and Ryu pitched very well, so that's a positive. The negative is this is very reminiscent of the 1988 Blue Jays. I I followed them heavily back in the late 80s. They had a team that year that should have won 110 games. And they underachieved. And they started like this. So you know what? I'm not sure what the answer is when they've got – they've been getting good pitching by and large. Uh, They cannot put any runs in the board. And I'm still shocked at this, uh, that they're being shut down by lesser lights too. Well, it seems like there's – not all their games – but I bet you if we went back, we would see a bit of a trend with errors, fielding errors. And yesterday was Matt Chapman uh, on a throwing error that, that led to those uh, three scores in the six. Right. And other than that, it was goose eggs across the board for both teams. Right. But that's, there's your good pitching out the window again right? yeah. because of the errors. But, but they've got the Seattle Mariners in for a three-game stretch, so hopefully they can start to get on board. And they've got to have a streak here at some point, even though it's this early, right? Right. We've talked about it. Uh, basketball, NBA stuff. Hey, this is good. Seven games across the board there, too. The Boston Celtics storm back and, and beat Milwaukee, which is very impressive. They're, they were shooting 56% from the field. Fantastic. But the one that I wanted, I think is the best is the Phoenix Suns head Dallas on the ropes at 3-2. Did you hear what Luka Doncic said? What? He had 35 points at the half. He had more than the entire Phoenix team. And they asked him in an interview, did you know? And he said, yeah, I knew. 
<laughs> Ollie didn't grin, right? So Phoenix came up with an absolute egg, 123 to 94 yeah. or something. But anyway, I, I thought Phoenix were this world-beating team, and yeah, it's going to be Dallas and uh, Boston. Yeah, it's exciting, exciting stuff. Um, so the AT&T Byron Nelson, one of my other favorite golf tournaments. I thought Spieth had this one in the bag. Like he's a Texan, and they they are all fired up. He was right there in the lead. Kim won for the second time. J.H. Kim shot 63 in the final. Minus 26, Dan. Another one of those tournaments where they were all minus 26, 25. But that's the second year running. He's won that tournament. And they said what I did not see it, but the winds were 15, 20-mile-an-hour winds. And that's he huge. shot 63, and yeah. that that's some kind of a round. Um, so, you know, what what does one game tell you? Probably not a heck of a lot. But I was fortunate enough to watch the North Bay Battalion play the Kingston Canadians. And you're there to, con- and you do concentrate on the yep. stars. So as I said to you earlier, and Grant, you'll find this interesting, Shane Wright, the number one consensus draft pick, um, you know why he, like he's a very gifted player. He's not a big guy, but you can tell he just has a presence. But he had checked out. He has been talking how the Montreal Canadiens, he deserved to be drafted yep. first, which is not a good thing either. Yep. But, yeah, he couldn't have cared less. He could not have cared less. I followed him the whole game. He was completely he mute on the bench. He didn't speak. He didn't talk to the other players. Like, there's no, there was no excitement. Right. Like, you could see the other players. Like, Kingston looked stressed, but you could. They, there's got to be chatter. North Bay was chatting. Kingston really weren't. He wasn't talking to anybody. And at the end of the game, he stood by himself, like he's above and beyond. It was it was the strangest thing I've ever seen, and I'm going to be very intrigued by how Shane Wright's first year in the NHL is going to go. Because wouldn't you think, as the captain and the leader, you would have had some emotion? No, I was beside sure. the Kingston bench. Yeah, watch the whole performance. I just I don't know. I'm just shocked by the performance because this was this was a game Kingston had to win, and he didn't show up. Like I've watched a few OHL games in the past where you get that type of attitude from players that have already been drafted, that have already had some games in the NHL, but they the NHL teams just send them back to junior, and they're kind of there's a little bit of sour grapes, uh, but they but they still play and whatnot. But they're they're you know they're a little standoffish. But to have a guy that's not even drafted, he's a captain. You're in the playoff run to to be to be like you described. I I don't know. He had emotionally checked out. Yeah, I don't know. And and, and you could see some brilliant there was some brilliant plays, but he wasn't exerting himself overly. It was the strangest performance I've ever seen. And there's no questioning the guy's ability or hockey sense. None whatsoever. Well, being an NHL is a full time job and, and you know, mentally, physically, emotionally, all that stuff and you know, you kind of got to be there in these situations to make sure you're there when you get to the NHL, no? I would think so. I just, anyway, it's only one game, and that was my little take on it from, yeah. you know, down at ice level. That was kind of a strange thing. But it was How was the crowd, though, in, in North Bay? Best crowd ever. I'm yeah. a battalion. I, I'm going to get an Army hat and wear it around. I've, I've, never seen a, <laughs> I've never seen a community like this. Yeah. They were, they're, they're rabid hockey fans, and, it, and the vibe in there was outstanding. As I told you, it was a fantastic hockey game. Yeah. And now they're off to play... The Hamilton Bulldogs, and who now, finished first, and North Bay finished second. Okay, so this is in the semis, or is this the... Semifinals. Yeah. And I think it's Windsor and Flint. Flint have quite a team, too, this year. Okay. And as I said, but but North Bay could go a long, long way. They're, they're that talented and that good. Wow. So anyway, very good. Now, two little things that are just fun things yep. um, that I forgot altogether. 
the Dunedin Blue Jays, Class A Jays, yep. farm, one of their farm teams, struck out 24 batters against the New York Yankee farm team the other day. And, and I only bring it up, I know nothing about Dunedin this year. They struck out 24 batters. That's never happened before. That's three shy of perfect. I know, it's unreal. 24 strikeouts. I know not. Wow. <laughs> so that was one thing. Now, the other thing is these Cincinnati Reds who are, I, I just caught this, 9-26. and 26. How's the thing in that locker room with They're a baseball bad. team with a record like that? Yeah. Anyway, they had a pitcher went 7.1 uh, innings yep. of no-hit ball. They brought in the reliever. He didn't give up any hits. No hits, guys. And Pittsburgh beat them one nothing <laughs> on walks and a fielder's choice. And they said that's only happened like three times in, in 100 <laughs> years. How would you like to be the pitcher? You've thrown a no-hitter with another guy, and you don't get the decision. Oh. Anyway, I, you know what? I just That makes me feel better about the whole Leaf thing when I say that, that I'm not a Cincinnati Red fan because it's going to be a tough year for them. But, well, yeah. You, yes. you, know, you brought up the Leafs again, and so I was, <laughs> I was going to – I just want to – I don't want to like beat it to death here. But – you know, you look at the dynamic duel of Marner and Matthews. Okay. Right? And if you look at the if you look at other teams that have had that number one and number two guy or one A, one B, whatever you want to call it, they seem to be more complete players. Like both of them. I'm not saying that Matthews isn't, but both of them are a complete player. So uh, like if you go back to uh, you know, Jonathan Taves, Patrick Kane. You know, uh, Dustin Brown, Anzi Kopitar, you know, Malkin and Crosby. You know what I mean? So, oh, like, and this one's no contest, Bergeron and Marchand. Right, right? that is no contest. So, like, that's what I was trying to get at earlier, saying that Marner needs to be a more complete player. Yeah, and, 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 you know, I hate knocking a guy with 100 points. We've knocked him a bit because we see the deficiencies in his game, but that you know they, the coaching staff that he's he is invaluable he kills a lot of penalties but his defensive assignments and you know the other thing is he gets pushed around yeah. he was trying to do a lot of things when he starts that rampage on his own that's a, that's a sign that's going to fail because yeah. he's small and he gets bounced around yeah. so batman and the boy wonder robin yep. marner i like that batman and robin there there might have to be something happen with robin yeah <laughs> and maybe a coaching change is the is the answer because Matthews had an outstanding year and they did put up points. We can't pick on. But them that's why primarily. their plus minus is so good because they put up a ton of points. Right, and right? They, but they get the ice time to put up the points. Yes. All right. Well, you know what? It's been. I'm just glad we're here and and we've we've talked about the Leafs probably for the last time till Wednesday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's good to have you back, Daniel. Yep. Great to be here. Uh, you know what? We needed a bit of rain, so to our listeners out there, enjoy your day. I'm Dave for Dan and Grant. Take care. We'll be back on Wednesday with more Leaf Talk and sports. <laughs>